back to a new episode of the Johnny's World Podcast. This is BW. I'm back here with my newly minted 43-year-old colleague, Johnny C. Packer. Johnny C. Packer, how does it feel to be 43? Johnny C. Packer is 43 years old, BW, and it's it's a weird feeling considering I wasn't supposed to be here. You know, every year is a uh is a special year. People usually hate getting older, but I'm, man, I've thrived on it. I love getting older because Man, when I was born, last time was 15 years old. I'm 43, so I've outkicked my coverage, I'd like to tell people. And still still living, but uh, yeah, pretty hard to believe that it's 43 because it seems like just yesterday I was 23, so crazy how time I flies. But uh, I still act like I'm 23, so does that count? <laughs> That's still, right, yeah. I still act like that, even though I might be 43. But uh, but yeah, it was uh, it was a good day. Uh, another year in the books, man. I remember... When I hit 40, that was such a big deal. I was like, man, if I can just make it to 40, just make it to 40. And uh, and then I did. Of course, that was with the pandemic because I was going to have a big party and all that sort of stuff. And it didn't didn't work out that way because of the pandemic stuff. But, uh, but yeah, that was always my goal, man. I was like, man, I can just make it to 40 because at that time, uh, when I moved up here to start, we'll be closer to Birmingham at UAB. My health was failing. and I was getting ready to be put on the trans lung transplant, double lung transplant list at UAB, and and then uh, thanks to the miracle drug that I got in October of nineteen, I, I, I feel like I got a new new lease on life, man. It's uh, my lung functions are up and feeling good. Don't cough like I used to. Just uh, it's just uh, saved my life pretty much, and uh, yeah, for forty three years old, man, forty three, pretty uh, pretty hard to believe. That's right. Well. Uh... You know, you didn't you didn't have the big party or anything, but you definitely had a good birthday. It looks like, and I want to hear about that. But one thing I got to say is, uh, thanks to your birthday, we had some big a big sales day on JohnnyPacker.net. Lots of people ordered coffee. I believe some people made a post about you and saying happy birthday and saying yeah. they had ordered some coffee. And looks like it uh, inspired some other people to order some coffee. So just wanted to let. Anybody that knows that's listened to this, that we really appreciate it. And if you have no idea what we're talking about, you can go to johnnypacker.net and order some fresh roasted coffee that will ship right to your door. And every bag that you order goes to help support our mission to support the Cystic Fibrosis Foundation so more people like Johnny can get the miracle drug and hopefully one of these days find a cure. Absolutely. Yeah, that's that's the thing. I, I made a post. I was like, man, if y'all want to do something good for me for my birthday, that'll help. Not just me, but to help other people with CF. It's just simple task. Just go to johnnypacker.net and buy a bag of coffee. You're not asking you to spend hundreds of dollars. It's a little it's cheap and it'll it'll send back and it'll and it'll ship right to your house and real convenient stuff. So I'm glad people uh jumped in and, and did that in honor of my birthday. So I'm really excited about that. And and hopefully more people will will spread it. Cause man, we've been spreading the word. I mean, the word's out there. We just gotta get these people to people to uh to buy. And uh and I, I feel like you know, by doing it, you know, it's going towards a good cause. I always say it's a win-win deal. You're helping out people less fortunate because there's still people out there that are in search for that miracle drug and dollars thrive with fundraising to able to get more uh, drugs out there to help people. So it all adds up in our mission. And, uh, and of course, the coffee's good stuff. So win-win. So, yeah, we right. really appreciate you do that. Thank you all for those who have done it and uh, just spread the word. Yeah. And one last thing I'll say about that is, you know, uh, most people that listen to our show, typically the loyal listeners listen to these episodes where it's just Johnny and I talking. So the people that are listening to this episode right now, most people 
don't listen to all of our episodes unless we have a big athlete that we're interviewing. We get a lot more downloads for that. But people listen to these episodes. Y'all have been with us for a while. So there should be nothing stopping y'all from going to johnnypacker.net and ordering some coffee because we know you follow us. We know you appreciate your supporting us. So just get on there and support us. Yes. And um, I, I, I'm glad you said that because I mean, I feel like BW, I feel like we do a good job just with just us. We don't have to have an athlete or guest or famous person. But when we do, those numbers shoot up like like crazy. But then when it's just us. But but uh, like you said, these people that listen to us are the loyal listeners. And they've been with us through uh, what, did we, what did we say the other day. We've been doing this for three years now. So uh, right. three years going and uh, still going strong. So uh, really cool. We're getting to spread the word about, about my fight with CF. I think a lot of people know about it now. And, um, and hopefully – uh, if I made a difference in someone's life, then that, that, that with my fight, uh, that's what my goal is and mission in life is to help others. I, we all are put on this earth for a reason to help others and feel like mine is to show the way that I fight with adversity that all I've dealt with in my life and, and let people know that it doesn't have to be the CF. It could be anything they're struggling with just to keep fighting and keep living and, and carry on and, and, uh, do what the, the, the Lord wants you, wants you to do. And that's, I feel like that's what. That's the reason why I'm here today and why I'm still thriving at 43. So, uh, so thank you all very much. And JohnnyPegger.net can't say it enough. Spread the word. Get some coffee. Help help uh, help people with suffer from cystic fibrosis like myself. Yes, sir. Well, uh, in a little while we'll get to the predictions of the Super Bowl because that's originally what we were going to come on here and talk about. But it'll uh, since it's only one game and neither one of us probably are big fans of either team, we probably won't have a whole lot to say about that. But what I do want to hear about is your birthday because you did have a big birthday yesterday and uh, you had a very uh, cool experience, looks like at the hump and uh, met some met some cool people with the athletic department. So tell us how some of that stuff went down. Yeah, uh, so I got uh, I got to sit courtside last night at, at the hump for the Mississippi State Georgia game for my birthday. I saw that the Bulldogs were playing on my birthday. Um, every year, um, my birthday always falls in basketball season. So usually around my birthday every year, there's a, there's a basketball game or something like that. And I've had uh, a bucket list. People probably heard me talk about that. One of them was see what, uh, was to see Duke and North Carolina play each other at, at Cameron. Cause that's a big, big thing on my, that was a big thing on my bucket list on anybody's sports fans bucket list. And I uh, did that in 2007. It was on my birthday. Uh, cool story with that. Went to Cameron and got in there and the ticket I got, uh, it was just me and my mom went, but she couldn't go to the game because the tickets were so expensive. So she stayed at the hotel and I went to the game by myself and I was way up in the corner. You couldn't see, I mean, there was a, I was so happy to be there, but there was a beam right in front of me. Couldn't see. And I, the whole first half I was looking around seeing there's a uh, open seat and sure enough, uh, there was one, I went at halftime, went down there. So anybody sitting here, they're like, no, this is season ticket holder. He didn't show up tonight. You're welcome to sit here. So, man, I sat there and watched that whole second half, like, near the court. And, man, I stayed to the very end. They, I had a, a guy, a cab driver, take me, and he gave me the numbers. Like, call me whenever you're ready to pick, pick – whenever you're ready for me to pick you up, I'll come back. And I literally was the last person to leave Cameron Indoor. They turned the lights off, and I left. I was on the court, <laughs> just soaked in every experience with it and everything. So, so yeah, I've always uh, – basketball season, I'm a big fan and all that with um, – and my birthday, so it's all goes hand in hand. So lots of games I've seen on my birthday, whether at the hump or, or something like that. But and I've sat courtside before at like a at a New York Knicks game, and 
I've been to been to LA, been to been to a Grizzlies game. Uh, I was here for the Kobe um, LeBron last game. Got on the court, got to high five Kobe. So I've done a lot of cool, cool um, NBA stuff like on the courts and stuff like that. But I've never really sat on the court at the hunt before. When I was telling someone a story uh, in in 1994, it been 30 years ago. I've been turned 13 years old. We had a Mississippi State football, uh, basketball game on that day, and my grandparents surprised me with. Uh, courtside tickets uh, some of their uh, fan, uh friends in canton had some seats um it was the iup family um, if you're listening probably know them and canton the iups had uh, some tickets that were near the court and at that time it wasn't courtside like we're seeing now you're not like on the wood uh, it was like right behind there were some gray seats and that was as close you can get so anyway the iups let us use our tickets and my my granddad and i sat right there three rows behind the court and uh, so I always have this memory in there. there. Someone took a picture of that game and it's on all these publications in the late nineties was uh, Mississippi state. You would always see that the hump in that particular game. And I'd always zoom in. You could see me right there with my granddad. He's sitting there with his legs crossed. I'm sitting right beside him. And uh, so that was hard to believe, man. That was 30 years ago. And then lo and behold, so me and my mom went uh, last night for my birthday and got to sit courtside. And then I got surprised on the jumbotron with a little message on there uh saying uh happy birthday and it was like the coolest experience um and we're right down there you know they they get your food orders and drinks and all that sort of stuff and go in the green room and uh i saw our friend neil price talked to him i spoke to him we had him on the podcast last year uh voice of the bulldogs and man it was just so cool being down there and uh shout out to rack and willie uh <laughs> but uh Man, Hang on, was, Johnny. I think you broke up there. Say that one more time. I said uh, it was good seeing uh, the Bulldogs get a win on my birthday. Okay. She beat the Georgia Bulldogs because when you when you beat the Georgia Bulldogs, you can feel that Bulldog bite. Felt That's like right. Good, felt like we felt that bite for uh, – shout out to Rack and <laughs> Willie. I don't know what I'm talking about. Look that up on YouTube. But, uh, <laughs> man, it was, so, it was so much fun uh, being there courtside, uh, doing what I love, watching Mississippi State Athletics and, and, uh, and the Bulldogs win. And, just a really cool experience. Got a got our picture everywhere. Uh, it was just so it was kind of surreal. Like I said, there was 30 years ago when I was right there with my granddad sitting courtside. And then here I am 30 years later on my 43rd birthday. Me and my mom are doing it. So uh, I know my granddad was smiling down from heaven. Uh, proud of proud of that I was carrying on that tradition and so much fun getting to do that. So it was a great birthday. Um, like I said, the Cameron Indoor, that was an awesome one, and uh, and then this one was really uh, a close second right there because it was so so cool bit getting to do that. And then cool story about it, I wanted to tell everybody about and shout out Mississippi State. We have the best athletic director in the country, hands down. There's no doubt about it. After what what happened, so my mom's been coming to some games with me, and uh, the games that she's gone to with me, we've won every single one. She's undefeated at the hump this year. So I've been noticing that, and I was like. So I, I, I sent our friend uh, Zach Selman, AD, a state a tweet last night, said, I enjoyed the courtside seats at the hump on my birthday. My mom was with me. She's undefeated at the hump. And uh, he wrote me back and said, happy birthday. He said, uh, she needs to come to the game tomorrow night. We've got a big one with the, with the women. We need her in there uh, since she's bringing the, the good luck charm. So lo and behold, he and then he was like, direct, uh, send me a DM. Uh, with her info and I'll get y'all tickets. And I was like, man, like the nicest guy in the world. What other AD would do that? And so sure enough, I woke up this morning, 
and he has I have a, a message in my inbox from Zach Selman say, uh, let me know your uh, your mother's name and uh, number, email address, all that sort of stuff. And I'll get my people and uh, to contact y'all and y'all have seats for tonight. So just got back from the hump. And uh, what do you know? We won again. My mom was with me. So she really is a good luck charm. Uh, we beat the Georgia Bulldogs this time in, in the women's side. And uh, I got to talk to uh, Zach before the game and thanked him for the tickets. And uh, he was like, man, anytime you, you need anything, let me know. I uh, need tickets or anything. Just can't say enough good things about him. Mississippi State is lucky to have an athletic director like Zach Selman. I'm, so, I'm so super impressed with him and his family and the way he's um, got an athletic department. Just good times going to start Vegas right now, BW. Good times. Uh, women are rolling in basketball. Men had a good one. Baseball season kicks off next week. Uh, softball season starts tomorrow. I mean, it's 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 popping in Start Vegas. So good time to be a bulldog, and so thankful for uh, for another birthday trip around the sun. Number forty three was a good one, and shout out to Zach Selman, the Mississippi State Athletic Department, for helping make everything happen for me. So that's right. Well, I had a patient today from Como, Mississippi, and it reminded me we need to set up our annual. Uh, trip to the Como Steakhouse or some other kind of steakhouse somewhere around yes. the world. We need to we need to get that plan. So yeah, we'll do it's that about soon. that time we hit up a uh, hit up a Grizzlies game. That's our theme. We always hit the Grizzlies games every year. See my buddy LeBron play. Uh, so yeah, we'll have to hit that up sometime. Yes, sir. Well, you want to move on to the Super Bowl? Yeah, Super Bowl. We really don't care. Uh, BW, uh, uh, you know, me. We're not Chiefs fans. We're not Forty Nineers fans. We got some. Mississippi State Bulldogs uh, for the Chiefs, so that's probably who I'll cheer for uh, because of uh, Chris Jones again. But, man, you know, it seems like everyone hated on the Patriots for winning all the time, and it seems like that's now with the Chiefs. It seems like they're 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 the new Patriots, and Mahomes is the new Brady. And, but I'm so sick. I know everybody's listening to this probably is like, well, not know what I'm about to say next. So sick of Taylor Swift, sick of talking about it. <laughs> Just don't understand. I mean, she's all right, I guess. I don't even – I couldn't even name a song. But I don't understand what the fascination is with her. But man, that's all they're going to talk about. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. It's getting old, man. It's getting old. It's, but uh, man, I got be, a funny I, story about Taylor Swift. What's that? Uh, so whenever Holly uh, can't remember when she was coming out, but she had that song. The her first song was Tim McGraw, and yeah. my wife and I had got got tickets to go see George Strait at the FedEx Forum. And uh, Taylor Swift was opening for George Strait. And she got up there and sang and did that one song, you know, everybody knew. And then after she she finished singing, she said, hey, y'all, I'm going to be out in the lobby. If anybody wants to come talk to me, I'll be glad to sign autographs. If anybody wants to meet me, I'll be out there. And there was probably 10 people out there talking to her. And if she had done that today, I mean, it'd be just a mob. So (laughs) it's crazy how things change that quickly that is pretty crazy but uh yeah their media just loves her. i've heard people say that the nfl kind of like caused this thing that they're not really together i, I, I don't like a conspiracy theory I, I don't understand i don't know if i believe that or not but it's definitely crazy how they how they've blown it up with her but uh but as far as the game itself i think it's actually gonna be a pretty good game i think they're mm-hmm. the two best teams in football and that's yeah. kind of what you, you know usually we always have this underdog uh, Cinderella teams like in the college football playoff last year, for example, when TCU jumped in, you know, it's cool story and everything, but then they get play Georgia and it was a, um, they got smoked. So now I don't think that's going to be the case here. I think you got the best team in the 
in the NFC, the 49ers, and obviously the best team in the AFC. I know people thought it was the Ravens, but uh, but I think the Chiefs, until until someone knocks them out, they're kind of like the, the, they're the reigning champs. And Mahomes obviously is the best player and best quarterback in the NFL. And and um, I, I can't go get can't go against the Chiefs, PW in this game. Uh, yeah. They got the Swifties on their side. People saying it was <laughs> Super Bowl Swifty eight. Uh, Kansas Swifty Chiefs. I mean, they got they got her by the side, and I don't think they're gonna. I don't think they're gonna lose. But uh, I don't know. I've been proven wrong before. But I, I, if I had to had to take a guess, I'm gonna say the Chiefs are gonna roll with another another Super Bowl. And if they win this thing, man, what was it? They they played in Brady beat them in. Uh, well, that was on my birthday. My, that was my 40th birthday. Bw, uh, yeah. 2021 when when the Brady and uh, and Mahomes went at it, and Brady won that one. And then the next year, uh, Joe Burrow made it from the AFC um, against the Rams. And then last year, the Chiefs, uh, Chiefs beat the Eagles. And now Chiefs 49. So this is what, three times? Yeah, three times in the past four years. So they got quite a dynasty they're, they're building up there in, in Kansas City. So, uh, man, I think it actually will be a close game, though. I don't think they'll, I don't think either team is going to run away with it. Um, I, if I had to, Pick a final score. I'm gonna say Kansas City 27 and San Fran 17. I'm gonna say a 10 point mm-hmm. game by the Chiefs. Okay. What's your prediction? You know, it's game? funny, Johnny. Um, I thought the whole year that the Ravens were the best team in the AFC. Yeah. And it kind of reminded me of the Georgia uh, Alabama game. Yeah. When just I mean, Alabama just came out and, and dominated Georgia and just kind of right. came out of nowhere. And I was I was surprised by that. I mean, the Ravens couldn't do anything. They looked horrible. Mm-hmm. And they seem to have a track record of that. And I don't know if it's if the coach, if it's Lamar Jackson or what it is, but um, for whatever reason, they, they seem to do that every year. And, right. uh, you know, kind of like, you know, almost like the Cowboys. Cowboys look good in the regular season, then they just get the playoffs and it's just stink it up. So every year, every year. Yeah. Yep. But um, you know, so so I could see the scenario being the Chiefs are kind of like Alabama and Ooh. Alabama, you know, obviously got beat by Michigan. Right. Um and then going to the 49ers, you know, friend of the program, Don King, if you're listening, he's he's the only 49er fan that I really know. Uh, he's always been a 49er fan. And I guess we could say he's a bandwagon fan because back in the 80s and 90s, they were they were the team when we were growing up. And I always yep. I couldn't stand them because every year it was the same deal as like the Chiefs. They were in the Super Bowl. They were winning Joe Montana. Right. And then they got that one in the 90s. I remember King had that uh, T-shirt. He used to wear around all the time. It was the championship. Was it 94, 95? Well, I guess yeah. it was the year before the Cowboys won it yeah, they, a couple years in a row, maybe. The 49ers beat the Chargers in that Super Bowl, I think you're thinking about. Yeah, yeah, that's right. 30 years ago. Gosh, man. Yeah. So, anyways, for whatever reason, I just I never liked the 49ers that always cheer against them, even though I really like Jerry Rice. And, you know, he's a Mississippi guy, and I think he's mm-hmm. got a cool story. But I just – I cannot cheer for the 49ers. I, for whatever reason, it just yeah. goes against every bone in my body. But I feel like they're probably going to pull it off this year. Um, oh, yeah. I think it's going to be a close game, but I, I feel like they're going to figure it out. I, I think 
Shanahan is a good coach and he's uh I don't know, he's I think he's gonna pull it off. Now the I guess the wild card is gonna be Purdy, the young mm. young quarterback. Can he perform under the pressure? So right. far he's been pretty good. But I'm gonna give it to the 49ers 35-27. And I 30- think it comes down to the last possession. I think maybe Chiefs get the ball and can't put it in or something like that at the end. Yeah. See, I'm opposite with you on that because I think if the Chiefs get the ball, I think Mahomes is going to show off again and about being the new Brady. I think he's going to have a comeback at the end. So, so we're on different spectrums of that. So one of these yeah. things, one of these is going to happen. But I just, uh, yeah. I, I, I think, I think it's going to be a good game. I'm, I think we're in store for a good one, which is good. You know, you don't, you don't want to see a blowout. And I feel like that's going to happen. But I, just, I just think Mahomes, man. I, I think he's the next. I mean, he, I mean, he at this rate if he's going right now, he's. He's performing better than Brady as far as Super Bowls and championships and yeah. all that stuff. So, I mean, and he's only – what is this? Well, did you tell me one time the Saints could have had a chance at drafting Mahomes? I think what? so. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's crazy. So he hadn't been in the league that long. And so no. he's got a huge – I mean, he's the first ballot Hall of Famer right now, in my opinion. Uh, yeah. yeah I, if, he, if he gets another one, man, then, I mean, it, it, we're going to see another dynasty. We're already seeing one. Um, just like the Patriots, but I think it's going to be a good game regardless. I'm really excited about the commercials. Uh, that's always yeah. a fun thing. What type of commercials they show? Yeah. But, but yeah, it's, well, uh, it's going to be one other thing on the game. Uh, I was listening to something the other day, and it was talking about like human performance and how some people, whenever there's a a challenge, like fourth quarter, end of the football game, Super Bowl. You know, 90% of people are just going to like fold up and be too nervous and they, they can't, they crack under pressure. But people like Tom Brady, it's like he could be having the worst game ever. And then at the end of that game, something changes in his body. And they've done like research and studies on this. And it's just like, no matter what, you can't stop him. And I feel like Mahomes has some of that in him because, you know, they weren't really that great all year. And then right. they got they got under pressure in the playoffs, and he turned it on. So you could mm-hmm. be right. I mean, he could be could be hard to stop him. So we'll see. But yeah. um, talking about those commercials, I'm excited. I think I saw something. There's going to be a new Twister movie, and there's supposed to be a trailer for the Twister. Wow! During, the, during there, so I love that old movie, the Twister. I used to like that Twister ride at Universal Studios. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, and there should be a. Uh, I think there's gonna be a State Farm agent with um, Arnold Schwarzenegger on. I don't know what that's all about, but uh, <laughs> so on an interview the other day, he's saying it's not. It's a movie. It's a movie, but it's really a commercial. So I don't know what that's about. So that's gonna be entertaining. But yes, Super Bowl commercials are always fun. Mm-hmm. Always yeah, fun. I'm just gonna be there for the commercials and the food. Yep, yep. But talking about the goats, like Mahomes and Brady and all that, we're talking about. I saw it tonight, and I mentioned it earlier about being. Uh, courtside, I was there for the last game for uh, LeBron versus Kobe, and I got to fist bump Kobe Bryant when he came out of the uh, locker room. Cool, one of the coolest moments I've ever had. Uh, just unbelievable experience getting to do that. And uh, I don't know if you saw the news today, but the uh, they unveiled the new uh, Kobe Bryant statue outside. Yeah, saw Lakers. that. Yeah, so uh, I think the game's going on right now. I'm about to about to turn on and see what's what's happening, but uh, yeah, that's uh. That's gonna be interesting to to see how all that uh, comes out, and that was cool that they're doing it. I don't know if you heard about this, BW, but they're doing it on two eight twenty four, which is today's date as we record this. 
uh, two, as in Kobe's daughter was number two. The, the, when she passed, that was her number. And then you remember Kobe had two numbers. He was eight, first part of his career, and 24, second part of his career. So that's why oh, they wow. did it. 2824 uh on that and uh yeah so I, 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 see, I just got back from the women's game so i'm anxious to turn on tv and see what all the hoopla was about the uh unveiling of the statue because i did see on the uh social media what it looked like and it looks freaking awesome and you know it'll be there with magics and greens and, and shacks and all those, all of them so it'll be uh it'll be interesting to see but yeah that that was such a cool moment back then back that was in 2016 uh, getting to do that, just that was a highlight bucket list type moment for me. And getting to do that, and then and and then unfortunately, you know, he passed twenty twenty, just so sad and uh, whole whole situation. So uh, I'm glad that they're honoring him and uh, with that uh, with that statue because he, mm-hmm. he he's that just got me thinking about that since we're talking about Brady and homes and goats and all that sort of stuff. But yeah, but uh, yeah, a lot of fun and. Like I said, the, the court side, that's always fun getting to do that. So yeah, it was a good birthday, BW forty three. You'll be you'll be uh, I'm I'm a little bit older than you now, but you'll be catching that's up right. before too long. We'll be talking about college football again. You'll be celebrating one. So yes, sir. crazy how time goes. But uh but yeah, thank you all for listening and thank you for going to Johnnypacker.net. Uh thank you for the birthday shout outs and all that sort of stuff. And uh and thanks for the loyal listeners, like you said. We don't have an athlete on this on this podcast. And so I'm not expecting to get hundreds and hundreds of downloads like the other ones, but uh, the ones that are listening to it, we really appreciate it because without y'all, we, we'd be talking to ourselves. So, <laughs> so uh, <laughs> yeah, just, just uh, please share it with people, family, friends, johnnypacker.net. Coach store is a great cause, simple, and you're doing something good and you're getting something good in return. So uh, helps out a lot and can't wait to, uh, to watch the Super Bowl and, we might have to get back on here and see. I know we one year I think BW that that year when Mahomes and Brady we had a little bet between us. I I don't know what to bet on this one, but uh, we yeah. might have to get back on here and and, and see who's uh who who results uh what the results came out to be uh, in your favor, my favor as far as score predictions. But uh, a lot of fun. But sad yes, that the football over with. But me baseball, too. Was... Duty Noble what... Friday next Friday. Can't wait. It'll be here before we know. It. Yeah, and y'all go back and listen to the Tanner Allen episode if you didn't if you didn't catch that one. That's a really good one. Uh, yeah, he talks about uh, he gives it. He give you know it's crazy. He said that this year's team, twenty twenty four, is more talented than the twenty twenty one national championship. Hard yeah. to believe that he said that. I couldn't believe he said that. I know. Sense because that twenty twenty one team, and he talks about this in the interview. Go back and listen to it, guys. He talks about how close knit that twenty twenty one team was. That they're a family. And this team doesn't really have that yet. He thinks that it will happen, but they're just so talented right now. And if they can all click and get together and get that same bond that 21 team has, then watch out. So I thought that was encouraging because I know everybody's down on baseball right now, especially the media. But, man, being a state fan, we know we like that, being the underdog role because we always strive. When you pick us high, we always choke. But when we pick us down underdogs, we always surprise people. So, um, So, yeah. Uh, I'm just excited to be back at Duty Noble and and uh, and best of luck to Tanner and all our all our former uh, Bulldogs uh, trying to get to the majors. I, I know uh, we've had we have some in the majors now and some others are knocking on the door. Hopefully our buddy Jake will get up there soon and, and Tanner and Rowdy and all all the guys. Uh, so uh, a lot of a lot of a lot of good memories at Duty Noble and, and hopefully we can get some uh, get some new ones coming up pretty soon uh, with a good baseball season. 
Yeah, just to close out, one thing Tanner said that that I loved. He said he went out hunting, hunting in the morning, and then he went over to the Palmero Complex and he, and he he lifted and he swung it all afternoon. He swung it all afternoon. So yep, making making me laugh when he said that. Hunting and fishing right there and, and playing baseball. So that's that that's TA right there in a nutshell. Not yep. one of the guys you'll ever meet. So uh, yep. yeah, if you're listening, thanks for for doing that podcast. I really enjoyed it. And like I said, we'll be cheering you all the way on until you get to the big leagues. I know you'll make it. That's right. All right. Well, we'll talk to you all soon. Go dogs. JohnnyPacker.net. Thanks. See you all. All right. Bye. Bye.